Man, this is the worst coffee ever. <laughs> and who provided it? Stop! I can't say. I can't say. It I is, mean, it's not. not a, it's not a local place. Let's say it is not a local place. It is not. Um, it's coffee, but it is ass. I mean, it's a corporation. Why not just say it? Doesn't really matter. I, listen, man, I can't. I can't go that way. When I was, I have, I have such a dream in my head that I can work for them and just stock <laughs> oranges and like. <laughs> Play with you know all the organic peaches. Well, you've revealed it's a grocery store, <laughs> and that's all we're going. Welcome okay. to another episode. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to take a look back at Ashley Quartz's episode. She is the owner of the Black Forge Coffee brand. She is also out right now, currently traveling the country, setting up shop, giving people coffee in the goodwill of Save Our Stages. Um, just overall good soul. I've I've kind of I've known Ashley for about six years since she first opened Black Forge, so I'm kind of interested. Troy, what did you what did you think of Ashley? What was your perception of her? Um, you know, this is our first time really sitting down and talking. I've known her previously from doing shows and and working with her music wise. Um, I mean, she was kind of like what I expected because, you know, even if it's just through text or email, you have a sense of a person on like what they're willing to let you do. Like Black Forge is typically a metal place. She let us throw a hip hop show. She came by for the show to see how like full it was and how it was going. And I she like, this is awesome. Like, that's what she said to me. So, you know, talking with her was as I expected. She was super open, just like beautiful person. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, she's such a difference of what you would think from the metal crowd yeah from, and it's not just metal death metal she doesn't seem like she'd listen to death metal like let's just put it that way she really doesn't she's just way too bubbly well she, man i thought it was really interesting so we'll dive we'll, we'll get our teeth into this first sometimes we put it later in the episode but to have her on again, what I would like to talk with her about is those times that she spent with her dad yep. that was listening to that. Like, what were you guys, were you doing puzzles? <laughs> listening to that metal? Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I know. Because, and like I said, it's just a, a stereotype of what you would think that crowd looks like. But one of the nicest, kindest souls and people that you, that you can come across. And I'm sure her dad was like that. You know, like music is like a thing that follows you forever. Like if I have kids, like I am for damn sure going to be listening to Tupac's ambitions as a writer when they're two <laughs> years old. Like I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's just going to happen <laughs> because it's good music. And uh, well, yeah, like, <laughs> that said, Music is one of those transporters, right? Yes. And as somebody that doles out bars, lyrics, beats, <laughs> feelings, thoughts on the regular, how does that come into the process of creation for you as a musician of how it'll make people feel? All right. So this is like a, a big answer. Like first and foremost... Like it does, but first and foremost, I don't give a shit about anybody else when I when I'm creating. Like I am I and that that's one of my whys to kind of tap back into the last episode. It's like I do this 
for myself because I have to help myself first. I'm no use to society. I'm no use to the world if I don't help myself first. With that being said, though, the message behind everything that I say is for people and I keep people in mind. I don't, let's say, like... (laughs) Old Dirty Bastard from Wu-Tang Clan used to say, and it is true, Wu-Tang is for the children. I don't classify my music as for any group of people. You could listen to it at 80 and get something, and you could listen to it as a child and get something. And that's kind of my, my goal is just I I would like you to be able to listen. And then I always say, like, I want you to take my music and then go out and be better than me. Like... If, if I don't know if you're working a nine to five and but like you really want to be doing something in like physics I just chose something random like listen to my music and then I hope it gives you the courage to actually go do it well I think that's a very interesting take and I think while I think that's why I was so interested for you to meet Ashley because the same vein of thought and hive collective mind that she had when opening up a coffee shop around death metal. Like, of course I care about how the coffee tastes. It's locally roasted. It's locally brought in. She is (laughs) some of those um, specialty drinks they make, Mm -hmm. you know, that she designs. You can tell there's a level of thought and care to her patrons, to her community, to the people that support her. Mm-hmm. But there's also two big shovels of, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see that in the names of the drinks. And I mean, also, like, it's, I feel like she creates it first. It's like, would I drink this? Would I sit down with my feet up or listening to Metallica? Sorry, I'm basic metal fans. Um, <laughs> would I sit down and listen to whatever? and drink this and i feel like that's like the the like how can you sell something or put something something out Mm. that you won't use yourself like i listen to my own music all the time i don't care if people say that's vain or whatever like i you don't know me like no one knows me like i know me so like i'll cry to my own music i'll Mm. laugh to my own whatever it is and i feel like that's the same with her yeah she i mean and let's let's be honest a couple years ago she well i guess that would be about four years ago they went through a big controversy and Mm -hmm. they also had a you know now that i'm thinking about it there's a couple more things that we could talk with her about as a return guest she was just wonderful but i don't know if you'll remember this man about four years ago they did punch cards I wasn't even in the city four years ago. Ah, three I'm, years. I'm sorry, man. So a year before you landed in in the 412, they did punch cards with Republican candidates, and I remember her talking about that. Not, Great idea. Not so much. Um, and then it was used as like a gun, like a sight or something to punch them out. So it was like they were shot, dude. Um. So thinking about it, knee-jerk reaction is like, wow, I bet that got a lot of traction, got your name out. And I bet you had a lot of people that, you know, maybe supported that. But the other side of the coin says they were definitely getting death threats. Like they found, they doxed her. They called and left mess- multiple, several messages. We're going to firebomb your coffee house. I want to, I want to, I mean, I talked with her when it happened at times. Um, 
But now with time to reflect and to look back of like, one, how do you think you handled that? Because, I mean, it is what it is. You can now only look back and make judgment on your decisions. You can only make decisions based on the information at hand. But looking back four years, you can go, geez, boy, I swung and I missed it, that one. Or you can go, these are the things I really did well, and I'd I'd do it again. I'd do it again. See, my, my thing, I was going to ask you something similar. Like, if you were in that position, do you stop or do you double down? Because I feel like there's only two options there. You either go harder. I mean, well, you could just stay the same pace. But that's kind of still doubling down. Or do you stop? It depends what it is. And it depends how how into it are you. How into it are you? So, for let's think about one of our friends, Zach Rudder. Spread Love Army. Shout out. How... No one really gets mad at that, right? Like, there's nothing to be offended. I can't. Right. So, <laughs> there's things like that where you're going to go, no one's going to, you know, extreme small amount in this pussified, you know, society of like, oh my God, spread love army? Why yeah, does yeah. it have to be militant? <laughs> but, that was perfect. Right? <laughs> but what I'm saying is with Ashley's, with that maneuver, with that, I don't know. And I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a good example right behind this. But with her, always freedom of choice. It's your choice to do whatever the hell you want to. But if you're symbolizing shooting another human, as you said, we're all the same. We're really all the same. So we can drill down and go that way and and go, hey, how you want to die on that hill? Is that really what you believe that these people should be shot? Because that's what, maybe that's not what your intention is, but that's what you're showing. That's your visual. Yeah. yeah. Just being completely objective, looking back at that saying like, do you think you handled that? Well, me personally, it's situational. Um, I think one of the things that is lacking is that in athletes. So what I get really upset with is, Steelers just won the other week. I'm not, again, we're not sports folks. Fortunate enough to host some of those guys, and they're wonderful. But I I don't know sports very much. But I get really annoyed when Ben Roethlisberger looks in the camera and is like, you know what, this is all me. Same fucking shit you've been saying for 13 years, bro. Grab that fucking microphone and tell Baltimore we're coming to kick your doors down and take the fucking division. Not enough of that doubling down in arenas where... That's not what I thought you meant. <laughs> what did you think I meant? I don't know. Well, because the statement that Ashley made was political. So I thought right. you were saying like that, that they should be saying, doing more Colin Kaepernick I'm styles, sorry. Which they should be. But that's, that's the difference where you double down on that stuff. Where it really doesn't matter. Where you're playing a character. Of course, I'm sure Ben's wonderful man, super good husband, father, all of that stuff. But look in that camera and, and play a character. But the other side of that coin for Ashley in the business world where your decisions matter and it talks about your brand and who you are and that's what you're tying your brand to. I don't know, man, looking at something like that and saying, I get it. She would never... Listen, we just spent the last five minutes hyping her of what a beautiful, nice person she is. <laughs> she doesn't want to hurt anybody. But listen, if I'm your business manager and we sit down, if I'm your brand manager and I sit down with you and I go, listen, I know you don't. But we're not talking about what your intent is. We're talking about the visibility of people out there. And you're, it looks like 
to me, if I would get this card, it looks like you are in support of harming somebody else, whether they're a yeah. Democrat, Republican, frog, butterfly. It looks like you are saying, hey, thanks for buying a coffee. We'll shoot somebody. Yeah, I mean, I think in positions like that, um, it's kind of like you have to make a choice. Like, do you care if you lose let's say 20 percent of your following fan base supporters because this is really what you believe Mm -hmm. in or no and i i think just in general i think a lot of people are very quick to go to go the no route even if they do truly stand by something because they want to be seen a certain way and they want more money and i think that that's something in society that needs to change yeah, man, I agree, too. I Like I said, I think about those sports characters. I'd like to see Bark a little more. But the truth of the matter is, if you can explain it with good intent down to the micro level. So, for example, you know, man, when we first opened, you, I can't tell you how many people were jacked that we don't have a phone here. Why can't I call for appointments? Well, listen, you can go online 24 hours a day and schedule your float.com. Hit it up anytime, 3 a.m., 3 p.m. You're busy on your phone anytime. But I can explain it down to the fact that we don't want to interrupt the experience of our guests that are currently in studio to take a call. We're here to serve the people that are here. This is how we make reservations, and this is why. I think those are the ones where, like, nah, I'm not getting a phone. Like, I'm not doing it. I don't care. But I think there's some touchy subjects where there's emotion involved and people can't differentiate. For you, you wear many different hats. Your primary one is in the music industry. I would say secondary or third, professionally, you're looking at, you have a really strong social media marketing agency built. Would you, how would you advise somebody in that situation? As like managing their content? I would say managing their brand. Say Ashley came to you four years ago when that happened, and it made news, man. It hit the AP news. Like it was, it was out there. That's awesome. How honestly, it was kind of like what I said before. I like, I would really just say, like, do you stand by this? Because I, I, first off, as a social media manager, like, even though I am my own boss, I ultimately with the clients that I work with, I kind of work for them. So I can only give my advice, but with something like as strong as this, it's just a simple question of, do you really believe in this? And if so, then it's a, well, do you want to keep going? Cause if you want to keep it going, cause you actually believe in it, as long as it doesn't go against my personal morals, I'm going to support that. I will always say like what I said earlier, you may lose clientele customers, but you, you could know. gain some. You could gain, yeah. That's that's true too. I'm sure she did from making the news, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure financially, if you look at it, that it was probably a good windfall. I mean, just even if it's brand awareness, that people know now there's a uh, death metal coffee shop up in Allentown. You know, like it, it was enough people. How they felt about the story. I mean, you couldn't buy that type of advertising. Yeah. Um, so I would really like to revisit that with her. That's something that was, you know, a really good conversation. Cause as you said too, man, she could have gained more and look at me like projecting that she might've lost or that anything like that. It's my first thought too. It's definitely my, cause I, I feel like people are inclined, more inclined to take that side of like, Oh, this is a travesty. How could you blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, that's what, looking back, man, and because she had shared that with me, that they had, uh, th- there were some real threats there. There were some real anxiety-driven events that had happened, and I'd like to chop it up with her about that. Um, I, I think, be- because like I said, for us to kind of just guess and pontificate about what we would do, she actually did it. Yeah. And came out on the other end. And open another cafe, like open another storefront. So it's not like, oh, that crippled. She, however, she managed to navigate that crazy, unique, holy shit type experience. Mm-hmm. She, she opened, did it. She opened up another storefront. She opened, More shows were up there. So like I said, just to have that insight though, because it's such a rare instance that someone has to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good topic for her. Uh Man, she's just so positive. She really is. She really is. And she has uh, one of the most unique brands, I would say, in Pittsburgh. Because, you know, um, it's not just the fact that it's like it's a metal-themed coffee shop. Like, they also dabble in the local music scene, Mm -hmm. throwing shows, Mm -hmm. having an in-house sound engineer. Shout out to Matt Sparks. Good guy. Um, And then, yeah, opening that second location... Which, uh, for those that don't know, the original Black Forge can fit like 50, 60 if you got some tiny people. And then their second location can fit like 150. So, and I think with, I haven't been to it yet, unfortunately, but I think it has a full stage. So they've really yeah. made that advancement and that push. Man, I, yeah, I, I think she's just one of those people that needs to be looked towards for young entrepreneurs and young people looking to break into business and form their own brand. The steps that Ashley's taken to strengthen that brand, the things that she's navigated, and to come out on the other end. Elon Musk shared a quote that someone shared with him that entrepreneurship is like eating glass and staring into the abyss. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) yeah, I think that's a freaking great quote. It's a great quote because even if you're getting into something that 100 million people have done before you, they can lay brickwork foundation for you. But at the end of the day, just like with Ashley and the Republican thing, like you have to traverse your own individual obstacles. And no one can teach you how to handle those. No, man, that's like I said, I'm I'm so proud to know her. I'm so proud that, uh, you know, I'm in contact with her and she's one of those people that I'm, I'm just super thankful for anything that I'm sorry. Oh, no, no I was just going to ask anything that you kind of took from the episode overall or the experience of just being with her. I might sound like a broken record doing these. I really um, I just get inspired by other people's drives and passion. Because, like, as we were talking about in the last one with, like, getting stuck in the mud, you know, even if you are in, le- in more of, like, a gliding period, um, it, it, it makes it easier to know that you can achieve something when you see other people doing it. So, you know, I don't know too, too much about her upbringing backstory, but, like, she seems like she came from a pretty decent family, this, that, and the third. So, like, just to know that it's like, okay, she lo- looks like me. Minus the fact that she's a woman. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it's comforting. Uh, you know, same with you, same with like Jamin, same with a, like a lot of just people that I know. It just, it, it's, it's inspiring. And um, 
I forget exactly what she does, but she also is very involved in the in Allentown, the community that that her first location is in, mm-hmm. and that's also great to to see and know. You know, it makes me think like I I always put myself first. It's like oh, you know, maybe she's not being so selfish, little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I think uh, for me, I took courage from being around her and knowing her. Like as we wrapped in that episode, I shared like. She's just one of those people that have overcome and I, you know, fair, fair play. I, I don't know her upbringing um, at all, but just knowing her for the past, you know, five plus years and what she's overcome and what she handles and what she deals with and that she still speaks in a positive manner. I'm sure she has those days where she breaks down and it's like, fuck the world. But the, an overall experience, anytime you're with her, she's happy, she's bubbly. And it's not fake. Like, it's yeah. not fake. It's yeah. not put on at all. Like, being around this human five plus years, I, I can, you know, I just have, I have enough experience that I would know if it was bullshit. So, yeah, absolutely. Big love to Ashley. She's, you know, one of my favorite people. And whether I see her once a quarter, once a week, she's, you know, same. Anything for the people? Oh man, um, I'm gonna also sound like a broken record with this, but like, go out and and make something, like anything. There's nothing holding you back other than you, and that's all. If that sounds good to you, definitely go out, make something. Whether it's a drawing, whether it's a painting, whether you get something, it doesn't matter. Make something. True is absolutely right. You'll see how empowering it is. See how good you feel. If you're living with some stress or anxiety right now, or even just aches and pains, or want to get a better night's sleep, hop over to ScheduleYourFloat.com and get yourself right with a 60 or 90 minute float. And with that, we're out. Peace. I want to relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and float a levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.